words on water. Welcome to WefTech Live. I'm the host, Travis Loop. Thank you all for tuning in. Here for a conversation with Ifatayo Venner, the incoming president of the Water Environment Federation. Very happy to have you here. Thank How does you. it feel to be taking on this role? It's a huge honor, mm. I think. Um, I've been a member of WEF since I came out of college and have been engaged you know, through our committees and then the last five years on the board um, wonderful people that I've had an opportunity to serve with, with a wonderful organization that's really done a whole lot for me in my career, and I've made so many wonderful friendships as a result, and I keep saying wonderful <laughs> because, you know, that's, that's basically how I feel. So I feel like, you know, it's just an absolute honor, um, you know, as we're going into our future with our new strategic plan to really um, take this on, but not by myself, with a very, very competent and you know, board behind me and all of the WEF members as mm. well. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'll probably be even more excited after the passing of the gavel speech this afternoon. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a huge honor. And WEF Tech's a whirlwind, right? Yes, it's a, it's absolutely. A <laughs> My schedule today, wow, I'm definitely getting in the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let's uh, talk to people, let them know a little bit okay. more about you and your, your kind of personal background as, as it pertains to water okay. and your professional background. Yeah, so... Personal background, um, I was born in Jamaica. Um, I spent a couple years of my life and then I um, moved to St. Vincent, which is a small island on the Eastern Caribbean. And then um, once I was, about when I was starting my schooling, I, I moved to Barbados and I did most of my schooling there and then finished that back up in Jamaica. I definitely consider myself Jamaican, but um, very much a product of the Caribbean and grew up going to the beach every weekend with my mom. Um, she had an office, she's a doctor right on the beach. Mm. And so, you know, she would work on the weekends for half day and then we'd go to the beach. And, and so a lot of my life was spent uh, there and kind of noticing some of the challenges that um, we were seeing as far as pollution damaging coral reefs, mm. which was really sort of having an impact on the beach, right? I was noticing that was becoming shorter and shorter and started asking questions about why that was. And I spent um, an internship over Easter. I guess at some point I was asking too many questions. My mother <laughs> found a link um, to someone who worked at the Coastal Conservation Project Unit. There were a bunch of engineers there and um, they were telling me why that was the case. And that's how I came to learn about, you know, protecting our waters, uh, protects the environment and certainly protects the economy. But the other thing that I really was drawn to was they wore shorts, and um, they went every, um, at lunch, they would go and scuba dive and snorkel out in the water. And I was like, ah, I definitely want to be that. <laughs> Looks like uh, a good job. Didn't yeah. quite work out that way, but that's really what kind of got me on the journey. And then, uh, you know, the other thing which is within the Caribbean is, you know, here we take advantage, take, we, we take for granted that you, when you turn on the tap, you'll have water all the time. And that was not necessarily the case for me growing up, right? So we'd have some days where we wouldn't have um, water coming out of the tap and I'd wake up in the morning and have to fill up, you know, mm. bottles and keep those around the house um, and get very good at taking a bath out of like a little bucket, right? Oh, wow. So not all the time, but definitely enough times that it really makes you um, understand the true value of water. And that's kind of how I um, got to engineering, got into water and 
had a class around wastewater, and I thought, yeah, that's that's what I want to ah, do, and have okay. been there ever since. So. And your position now with Arcadis, yes. could you talk about that? Yeah, so um, when I was in um, doing my master's at Stanford, I was at a National Society of Black Engineers meeting, and there was a recruiter there who was talking about the kind of work that they did. Up until then, I didn't know exactly where in water I wanted to be, and I really wasn't actually aware of all the different water jobs, but he described one where the impact of what you were doing and the folks at that firm were kind of doing that was really having an impact on quality of life. I like the idea of having many different projects. Hmm. So I, was, I walked up to him after and I was like, can I get an interview? And <laughs> next thing I know, I'm hired at Arcadis. Um, it was Malcolm Perney at the time. And I've been a, I was a process engineer and then I did design engineering and I've had a mix of project management, design management. Right now I lead our wastewater service line and I also lead a lot of our efforts around sustainable infrastructure design. Mm. Um, but of course, part of my job now with Arcadis is I spend half my time, or it seems that way, with WEF, um, and they've been very supportive of that effort and um, the ability to contribute to the water sector beyond just the projects I do within, within my communities. So. Sure. All right, you mentioned the WEF has a new strategic plan. Yes. This was just rolled out yes. here at WEF Tech. It was. Uh, if anyone wants to learn more about it, go to www.wefwaterfuture.org. But Ifatayo, what is the strategic plan? Why was it time to do this? Mm -hmm. and, and what is the plan that the board has laid out? Right, so well, this is our new strategic plan and you'll see a lot of um, information around wefwaterfutures.org. Uh, I think you can get more information, but you know, it was time really for us to do that. We've done a last major update, I think it was 2011. We've done some minor updates since. Uh, the world is incredibly mm. different since the last update. Uh, and we also really took a step back and said, you know, WEF has been around for, you know, we're approaching our 100 years, a very mature organization, and that's great. You know, we've been very successful, and that's a lot to do with our members and all of the folks that come to WEFTEC. But if you don't really look at the future and all of the changes that are happening and adjust, mm. you have a, you know, it may be that you start to make a decline, and that's certainly not what we want to happen, have happen. So we really wanted to, you know, sort of blow up the old plan and go back to our members, go back to the water sector. We spent four months really asking them what they wanted out of this organization and where the water sector needed to go. Uh, we spent four months doing that. We had, we probably had 800 or so touch points, many focus group surveys and so on. And this is really a result of what mm. the members and, and, and so on told us, right? So we have a new vision. Um, very lofty goal, but I think most people in the sector, that's why they're here, to have a life free of water challenges. That's certainly why I'm here. I told you some of the few that I grew up with. Mm. Um, and a lot of members told us that they come to WEF and they come to WEFDEC for community and to meet other professionals who do similar things, but also different things, so that together we can really solve some of these challenges. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're doing. Um, the other thing that was really came through was we need to be better at telling our stories. Um, and it's absolutely critical for us to solve some of the pressing challenges, whether that be workforce, which is our first goal, um, or you know, solving the circular water economy, which is we don't want to just be in the business of treating water and putting that into the environment. I mean, we do that, that's a very important job, but our wastewater has a lot of very valuable resources in it and we, we need to really um, move that and transform to that circular water economy. And also, we just, you know, you notice our strategic plan, it looks a lot different than what we have. We just want a fresh look, look mm. a new way to engage with our members, 
and you know, make that easier for them to make those connections and collaborate and so on. And to do all of that, we are going to, you, know, you, you would notice folks walking around asking you to tell your story, your water story. We just have to amplify the voices of all of the great folks and the great works that we're doing um, in the water sector, not just in the water sector, but most importantly, really outside the water sector, which is not what we have been good at doing, but it's absolutely crucial for us to continue to bring more people into the sector, to bring more investment into the sector, and to make sure that all of those who do not have yet um, access to um, consistent access to clean water and sanitation um, do have that. So, mm, yeah. Very excited. And absolutely. And uh, on that website that we mentioned, wefwaterfuture.org, there's a way people can submit their water yes. stories on there. So we encourage people to do that uh, so that then we at WEF can share those out uh, with our audience. Mm -hmm. So implementing this strategic plan is going to be a big yes. focus for your, for your time as president. Absolutely. Um, any, will you have time for anything else? What, what else is going to be on your plate in your radar? What are the priorities really that, that you see for the board and for WEF over this next year or so, aside from the strategic plan? Um, I think, and, well, and I think a lot of what we viewed as a priority has shown itself in that plan. Mm. And what that's going to look like for various communities are in WEF um, is going to be up for them to determine. I'd say my priority is to continue the work that we have been doing related to diversity, equity, inclusion, bringing the various um, segments that are so important to the work we do, whether that be operators, communicators, manufacturers, you know, engineers, all of those different folks that are important as we deliver our services to our ultimate customer, which is the, 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 the consumer at the end of the day. Um, that's, I think, really important for us, and we're working, I know we, we, we have our inflow program, we now have the water communicators that were mm. able to be here. Mm. Um, there's just working to bring down those silos and making sure that we collaborate, I think is important, but also making sure that we bring folks into the workforce that reflect our communities. Mm. Uh, that's, that's been a huge priority for me. And really getting out there and, and, and understanding what our members in the water sector want and how we as WEF can pivot to make sure that we are meeting those, those needs. I think those are at least the priority for me. And I would like the board to be a lot more visible mm. and tell their water stories in a way that we haven't in the past. So um, we have a retreat coming up in about three weeks and so they're going through communications boot camp a bit. Um, so I'm hoping that you'll see us out there um, a lot more, more than we have in the past. Sounds great. Uh, a little bit of a different question. So WEF, why should people become members? If somebody's right. watching this and they are not a WEF member, uh, why should they look to become, to join WEF? What are the benefits of being right. part of this community and organization? Uh, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> Where so, to start, right? <laughs> so many. Yeah. Um, you know, I started because somebody told me when I joined um, my, my work that I needed to join WEF and I had never heard of it before and I came and what I have really found is community, mm. right? So many folks who are completely different from me, with totally do, do totally different things from me, but all really working together um, to move our sector forward. And so many lifelong friendships and things, but what I tell a lot of people is I learned to be a leader in WEF. Um, yes, there's a lot of great content, the floor, there's a lot of information, um, definitely got the education uh, and so on, but I've had a, a lot of ability to start leadership roles within my committee, uh, just doing projects and stuff before I actually ever had to do that within my company, which is why I really um, 
think a lot of young professionals will benefit. Uh, and so once I got to that part in my career, um, or in fact, I accelerated that part in my career, I was ready for it. And because of the stuff that I did in, in WEF, and, um, you know, as I said, it's, it's, I've made the networking ability, mm. folks that I, beyond where I lived initially in New York and in Tampa, I've been able to meet people from all over the country, call them up and ask questions on something with a project. Um, that stumped me or, you know, mm -hmm. you know, or a utility. Have you seen this before? And so on, um, you know, just so many things. And the impact, I think, participating um, in my committees and then on the board. Again, when I do my projects, I can impact that project. When I help facilitate with the work that I do within WEF, other people being able to get that knowledge and impact their projects, I feel like I can have that much more of an impact um, on the water sector. So more folks participating, I think that really amplifies the impact we have um, on really getting to where we have a life free of water challenge. Sure. Well, Ifatayo, congratulations Thank on you. becoming president of WEF. A uh, lot of exciting work in the year ahead. Yes, uh, and, but lots of fun too. Lots of fun. <laughs> yes. And yeah, the water stories and sharing what's happening in our profession is really an exciting thing. But yes. thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for having me.